It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. First off, a huge thank you to everybody who has downloaded the After 9 Podcast. I'm Scott Fox. That's Kat Callahan. And yesterday's podcast set another single day download record. So thanks, everybody. We appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed the Ask Us Anything special. Let's see here. It's the weekend. Happy Friday. At the end of this podcast, we're going to replay today's missed connections from our FM radio show on 91.5 The Beat in Kitchener. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. I'm excited. It's the weekend. It's Friday. Feeling good. Already, old people, older people are complaining about OK Boomer. <laughs> You've heard it, right? Of course. OK Boomer is the uh, antagonistic thing that young people say when older people say something that they think is disconnected or out of touch or makes them seem old. So here's the story. Boomers apparently are not happy about this condescension towards them. And they say you can be fired for dropping an OK Boomer in the workplace you now. can. It comes down to age discrimination in the Employment Act of 1967. Which is when boomers were booming. Okay, so let me ask you a question then. What if you flip the script? What if it was a boomer talking shit about a millennial? Well, this is the irony of it all is I kind of feel like old people do talk down to everybody who's younger than them, particularly millennials. You know how much shit gets talked about young people. Oh, the fucking millennials don't want to do anything. Lazy. They're lazy. They sit around on their phones all day doing nothing. They want everything to come to them. And I get it. And some people are like that. Sure. But I think it's a people thing. And can I also say that this, what you're talking about, has happened for generations. Absolutely. Inevitably, I think they're called alphas. Like my girls were going to be called alpha or something like that. It's the generation. Eventually, millennials are going to get shit on. By then, and it's going to be, uh, okay, okay, millennial. Nobody likes the generation that comes after Exactly. Them. The boomers at first didn't like Gen X. That's me. And now Gen X is fine, but it's the millennials that are public enemy number one. They seem to be. And Generation Z doesn't seem to like the millennials very much. Okay, can I just say that a lot of millennials, and I'm technically a millennial, but I will go out of my way to let people know I'm a cusp millennial. I'll say, okay, I'm a cusp millennial, okay? What the fuck is a cusp That means I'm like on the edge. That's a thing. Look it up. It's a cusp millennial. It means that you're kind of, you have a lot of Gen X values and such. You're not quite a millennial because you're older than some of the younger millennials. You're just born kind of on the edge of that whole thing. Because I'm from 86 is my birth year. And I think it goes until, what is it, 90? I don't even know. Something like that. Whatever. So they say... The Employment Act of 1967 bans people from creating a hostile work environment over someone's age, and OK Boomer qualifies. That rule does not apply both ways. It only applies to people over 40. What? So your older coworkers are free to make millennial jokes with no repercussions. That doesn't make sense. They can go ahead and make that a rule, but make it a rule for everybody. Uh, My opinion, right? Am I wrong here? And I'm... uh, can we just judge people based on their work ethic Thank you. and how committed they are and things like Not that? Not just what year they were born. Right. There's a lot of older people that work in the office that are great. And there's a lot of younger people that work in the office that are great. We don't have to define them by their generation and think, oh, just because Kat's a millennial means she's a lazy bitch. Right. And, and let me just say on that note, so let's take this workplace, for example. There's people we know that will still open up a newspaper in the morning, take out some clippings, or read out of the newspaper, whereas you and I, our generation, will probably just read it online. As long as you get the job done, you do your job and you do it well, 
I don't think we should give a shit how you do it. There's an opportunity to learn both ways, too. If I see uh, Dave over there flipping open a newspaper, going through to see what sales are on this weekend at Sleep Country, I might go over to Dave and say, hey, just so you know, that phone you've got in your hand, if you just put the Flip app on there, all the flyers are in mm-hmm. one place. And if you're searching for a new Serta mattress, you can just type Serta in there and it'll tell you all the different places that Serta mattresses are on sale. That sort of thing. There's an opportunity to learn. Hey, maybe Dave knows a really cool way that would make my job a lot easier. He could probably tell me that. I don't have to walk by Dave sitting in front of the newspaper and say, okay, boomer, and walk out like some sort of a smug, right. some <laughs> so sort of a smug asshole. So that's not helpful. That's not helpful oh, okay. at all. Gotcha. Uh, do you know anybody who's very hard to shop for? Sure. Yep. Okay. Psychologists have revealed 10 questions that you can ask the person you need to shop for that will tell you exactly what the perfect gift is. No way. They say these are highly insightful questions. Now, I'll be honest with you because I don't shop for you. You don't shop for me. We don't do Christmases or birthdays or anything. It's a great, we have a great thing going in that way. But if I did have to buy for you, I think you'd be a hard person to buy for. You think so? I wouldn't know where to start buying shit for you. So, I'm going to give you the 10 question okay, quiz. Let's go. That will help me get to know you and what would make the, the perfect gift. Okay, let's do this. You have 24 hours to do anything you want. Sky's the limit. What do you do? Okay, I'm going to go to Las Vegas and I'm going to, yeah, like I'm going to party, go to the casino, grab a couple drinks at the bar. That's what I'm going to do. Finish this sentence. I'm the world's unknown expert in. Oh God, that's a hard one. Um, maybe I am tough in uh, social media. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing. Interesting. I've got take. nothing. This Christmas, you decide to donate everything you own except for three items. Okay, my phone. Uh, uh, everything I own. Okay, so my phone. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep my. Uh, I don't know. I don't really care about too many things. Um, my pop socket. It is. Merry Christmas. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> my my uh, yeah. My phone. My wallet. Like, does those things count? Sure. And my my purse. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know. That's a weird question. Now you see why you're hard to shop for. Yeah. What's maybe. the one thing you could watch or read about forever and never get bored of? Oh, true crime. Okay. Psycho. See, I'm not that bad. I worry about people that oh. are that into true crime because <laughs> like, okay. those people I feel like are, are low key planning a murder, and they just we just don't know who yet. I or know when. so many things. My husband gets always says the exact same thing to me because inevitably, um, I will watch on Netflix when I have my me time. I'm watching true crime documentaries, or it's a how to get away with murder, or it's something. And he always asks, oh, what's this one about? And it's always, oh, well, this, uh, this chick killed her husband. And he's like, oh, fuck, again? <laughs> Jesus. What's something people assume you like, but you secretly do not? Assume I like, but I secretly do not. Um, as, I, I guess I'll take something from doing this. Um, like, uh, I'm trying to be careful how to say it here. Um. I don't like a thing. Are you talking about like an object? Yeah. Can we get specific or oh, a, a, okay. a, an experience? It could be somebody always buys you bath beads and yes. you don't actually like. Bath so beads. I was thinking bath sets and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Meh. What's one thing you own that you still have not used and why? 
one thing I've owned that I still have not used. Um, oh God! You know what? There's probably bath sets under my ki- kitchen cabinet or my bathroom cabinet that I have not touched. Scrubs and bath bombs and all these kinds of things. Yeah. Who is the best gift giver you know, and why? Mm. Probably your husband. My husband, definitely. Yeah, I mean, he's really the only one that gets me gifts. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only one that gets me gifts. Him and my mom. I guess they'd be tied. When was the last time someone did something thoughtful for you? My husband. He'll do a lot of little thoughtful things. Um, just buy me something that I like randomly. Stuff like that. Okay, two more questions. What's the best gift you've ever given someone? Oh, man. Oh, I guess a lame. I guess a scrapbook I made for my husband. That is lame. Yeah. You gave your husband a scrapbook, didn't you? Did you? It was like a, it was, yeah. It was, it was like when you were photos. young and broke? I, and now we had no kids, so I have so much time to do these things. This huh. is when I had so much time to do a fucking scrapbook full of photos. But it was like different trips. It's actually quite nice. I'll bring it in for you sometimes if you're interested in seeing some of our vacation photos. <laughs> I'm sure everybody loves to see people's <laughs> vacation photos. And finally, share what you are looking forward to most next year. Okay, 2020, I'm looking forward to... Um, uh, going on a vacation. Are you going to go on a vacation? I think so. Oh, you're going to take the kids on a vacation, are you? I don't you? know. I don't know if I'm going to take a kids on mm-hmm. vacation. Mm-hmm. That part's not sure yet, but the mama's going somewhere, even if it's just mama and, t- and dad. That's tough to leave them for the first time. Uh, you better jack up that cell plan. Yeah. Lots yeah. of data. We're going to be FaceTiming three, four times a day. Probably. I'll survive. So they say from this seemingly innocuous but highly insightful quiz, you can scientifically analyze your giftee, uncovering the ideal surprise present for them. Okay, so what's my present? Uh, I don't know. You didn't answer most of the questions. You're I bad. answered the questions. Anything but a bath set, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. You want a vacation and not a bath set. Okay. So why right. wouldn't you pack up? Let me tell you what to get me. Why wouldn't you pack up a mini Vegas from home for me? Because I obviously like Las Vegas. I mentioned it several times. I'm just trying to help you read into things because this might be able to help you with your girl. Okay. Okay. My girl? She well, doesn't want to go to Vegas. Ju- no, I'm just giving you examples. She of wants to go to Italy. Do oh. I want to go to Italy, by the way? I don't think I do. I don't think I want to go to Italy. <laughs> you just seemed Italian when you said that to me with your hand up. I don't, don't think I want to go. Ah. I don't know. Do I? Fuck, she's rubbing off on me. <laughs> Hey, what you do in the bedroom is up to you two. You fuck off with that too much information. Listen, what I'm trying to say is, why don't you do this then? Okay, so then let's talk about your girlfriend. She wants you to go to Italy. You're not ready to go to Italy. Maybe you don't want to spend the money. Da, da, da. You know she loves Italy. Why don't you pack her a basket of Italy? So get the best Italian wine you can find. Get some... Uh, I do that every dr- weekend. Dried pasta. Dried pasta. <laughs> so romantic. It has to be homemade. Vincenzo's. Okay, Vincenzo's is a great location. You can purchase some fresh homemade pasta. Fine. Homemade, not from you. Homemade pasta and sauce. A nice homemade sauce. Or you can make it yourself and can it. Would she not appreciate that? It's kind of nice, no? Um, uh, you can put know. some Andrea, Andrea Bucelli. Why don't you do an Andrea Bucelli CD if it was 99 <laughs> or whatever? A mixtape. Um, Italian and then play that while you're oh while you're having spaghetti be like Lady in the Tramp uh huh I'm just trying to help you out I don't know you're not helping at all but you still haven't told me what you're gonna fucking get me fucker 
All right. So you want Vegas in a box, right? You want. Yeah. So what would you put? All right. Okay. Well, I think your version of Vegas and my version of Vegas are completely different. (laughs) You're probably expecting like cards and maybe some drinks and and stuff like that. I'm thinking fucking condoms and booze. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. (laughs) I guess it depends how you want to do Vegas. The moral of this is just don't get me a gift. (laughs) Just don't do it. It's fine. And this is why we don't buy stuff for each other. Oh, thanks, God. It's a little inappropriate. Whoa, I didn't know. You got to tell me. We don't use these, by the way. We don't need those. (laughs) Girls' night tonight? Girls' night tonight. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm excited to see my girls. These are the girls, um, because I have a couple different, like, group of good girlfriends. I'm so lucky in that way. Uh, There's six of us. We are called the Augie's Girls. The reason why is because we went to a school called St. Augustine in Cambridge growing up. That's when we first met each other. All when we were, most of us when we were five years old. So we get together at least once a year, usually in the summer as well. I just saw a couple of them a couple months ago. We had dinner together. Uh, tonight it's a Borealis Girls Night. I'm pretty excited. Are you going to eat or are you girls just going to drink? Both. Yeah? Both. Eat okay. and drink. Eat and drink. And I have a ride. I've got a DD tonight. Thank God. I know. There's so many stupid impaired stories lately. And... These people are making it so much easier for the police to catch them, which I'm happy about. But these people are doing something illegal in the process of doing something illegal. And that's one of my biggest pet peeves. Mm -hmm. Well, for me, it's just there's so many options. You shouldn't be driving drunk, obviously, in the first place. You've got to like, look what I did. I went ahead and I was like, okay, maybe it's a little much to ask for a ride. But is anyone heading my way so that I can get a ride there and I'll Uber back or I'll Uber both of us back wherever. And lo and behold, look at that. I have a friend to drive me. How hard is it to try to find someone to drive you? A, B, take a cab. Thank They're you. everywhere or Uber or whatever your met- method is to get home. It's not hard, man. It's not hard, Sam Hunt. <laughs> yeah, DUI for Sammy. Idiot. And you know what? He's got so much money. There's no excuse. It's not like he can say, I really can't afford it. Well, A, if you can afford booze, you can to afford drink, a cab. You can afford a cab. Yeah, that's not an excuse anymore. There's not a lot of, there's no excuse. There's that's a cab. The thing. There's no excuse. On your phone. Yeah. Just call up the app and get an Uber. And it all, it's inevitable too, Scott, when we post a story like that or we talk about it. Someone's like, well, you're so perfect, I'm sure. Da, da, da. Look, nobody said anything about being perfect. No. But there's no excuse to fucking drink and drive. That's the fact. That's a fact. There's no excuse for it. Hallelujah. Amen. Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I totally agree. But I'm glad that you've got a ride arranged for tonight. I'm going to the falls to look at the lights. Niagara Hydro, I think it is, puts this on, and it's like an eight-kilometer uh, route that you drive. That's so cool. And there's different light stations set up all over the I place. Love that. And then you end up at the falls where, of course, they're all lit up. Beautiful. And then there's the casino lit up even brighter right behind you. Oh, I think you hear angels. Oh. It's like calling my name. Fantastic. Good for you, bud. Enjoy it. Have a great weekend. Here is a replay of this morning's Missed Connections. There you go. Mondays and Fridays at 745. We bring you the stories of Missed Connections. We're going to tell you about people looking for other people. They can't find them. So they told the story online, hoping the other person would come and find them. This first one is called On the Trail. Woman for Man. A friend suggested I use Reddit to try and find you. So here I am. I thought about you a few times since we passed each other on the trail in September. You were climbing up, and I was on my way back down. You gave me a tired nod and told me you were sweating your balls off. That's an interesting thing to say to a stranger. I offered you a fresh water from my bag, and to my delight, you stopped, took it, 
and chatted with me. You told me about where you lived. Precisely where you lived. It almost seemed like an invitation. Was it just me? Did I miss the signs? You told me specifically you planned to have a nice long shower after this trail walk. And at the end, you even told me you'll leave your door open all the time. How does she not know? It's a she, right? This is a she looking for the the guy climbing up or down or whatever. Yep. Okay, listen, you're wondering if that was a sign. He said, this is exactly where I live. I'm going to leave the door open and go take a shower. How did you not pick up on that? You winked. And back up the hill you went. It left me in awe. I really don't believe in fate, but in that moment, it felt pretty amazing. I've been thinking about you in the shower ever since. Did you really wish I would join you? I wish I had asked. So was this his fault for not being like more straight up? Cat, he couldn't be any more straight up. He could have said, I leave my door open or I will leave my door open for you. But he didn't. Maybe some people just like to shower with their door open. He might as well have shot off a flare. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's on her, right? That's totally on her. So the girl still knows where this guy lives. Okay, so this happened back in, what'd she say, September. Okay, Mm -hmm. fine. A couple months ago, it happened. Does she go knock on the door? Yeah, you knock on the door. Does she go back? Throw out a hey now and go jump in the shower if that's what you want to do. Say, look, I've been thinking about what you said a couple months ago, but what if things have changed for this particular guy? Maybe he's dating someone now. Maybe he was married all along, but his wife was out of town. Um, I mean, we don't know this guy. She needs an excuse. Hey, you forgot your water bottle. <laughs> that I lent you. <laughs> yeah, that bottle of water was just a loan. No, by the way, I am expecting a full bottle of water back again for what I have given you. You owe me one day, Sonny. That's not bad, actually. That could work. I mean, it's just a way in. It really doesn't mean anything. No. It's just a way in the house. Since you like water so much, is that shower still running? I can't believe she's actually wondering, was that a sign? Yes, it was a sign. (laughs) I'm sweating my balls off. Okay, well, maybe that might have been a little bit of a turnoff, but nonetheless, (laughs) that's why he was taking a shower. Don't say that to strangers. Thanks for the water. Sweating my balls off right now. (laughs) There's a lot of things that are just implied when you say something simple like, wow, I'm sweating up a storm. Wow, it's hot outside. Wow, this hike is really, you know, giving me a run for my money. You don't need to go into detail about how your balls are doing. Just in case you're wondering, balls pretty sweaty at the moment. Just so you know. Got any water in that bag? (laughs) I'm going to go take a shower. Some of these are so obvious and they're a missed connection. It's totally their fault. Some, Some cases, not your fault. This one... Totally her fault. You should have picked up on that sign, hon. Here is another woman uh, looking for a guy. You tell me who's at fault here. Okay. It's called The Wedding Crasher. Also a great movie. You got up on stage at my mom's best friend's wedding while the band was playing. You were tall and striking. Not obviously good looking. But you could kind of see some good looks in there somewhere. <laughs> Like an Owen Wilson type. What an obscure compliment. (laughs) That is so rude. Oh, that's great. Not obviously good looking, but there was some in there. You know, like Owen Wilson. Like, eh, I'm not sure about the nose. I don't know. Some of it, but not all of it. There's an attraction there. I don't know what to say. You took over the stage doing an entire impromptu stand-up comedy set 
but nobody had an idea what you were saying because you were so hammered. The stand-up lasted roughly two minutes before you were escorted off the stage by the best man and a few others, and I wondered the entire time how you were related, who you were. I asked some people around me, and they weren't sure. I saw you on the way out at the candy table, raiding it with your own grocery bag you managed to sneak in, (laughs) and I got the guts to say hello. Unfortunately, my uncle and his buddy got involved and kicked you out entirely. I want to say I admire you a bit. You were the most entertaining part of that wedding, even though you were the crasher. That's not really a thing, though, is it? Wedding crashing? Oh, it's happened before. My friends got married at a hotel. Downtown Kitchener was when the Delta was there. I don't even know it's there anymore. And people totally snuck in. And they got pulled out and everything. They just tried to, you know, oh, I'm here for the wedding. Went up to the open bar, got themselves a drink. Didn't take too long before they were discovered. And we all realized they did not belong there. Can we agree that if you're crashing a wedding, you should probably keep it fairly low key and not jump up on stage and start doing stand up? (laughs) If you have an urge to be like Chris Rock in the middle of somebody else's wedding reception, might want to just scale it back a little bit. Been watching a a lot of Netflix lately. Watch this. Just need the mic for a second. I'm as funny as Kevin Hart. Hang on. Hold my drink. I'm going to make you laugh. That's funny that she wants to hook up with this guy who crashed a family member's wedding. Don't you think, though, you've been to those weddings before where you wish something like that would happen? Because otherwise... Some of them are so boring. Everybody wants stories. Let me tell you stories about when we were growing up. Nobody wants to hear the stories. There was this one time when we did this, and it was amazing. It was hilarious. No, but then the funniest part is, let's go back five more years, <laughs> and I'll tell you why that part was funny. It all started when we were in preschool. Like, oh, son of a... Here comes 25 years worth of stories. Why do they close the bar at those times, too? Can we not leave them open? Oh, boy. You know, when it's almost speech time, that's when you go to the bar and stock up a little bit. Yeah, I'll take like a six pack <laughs> to go back to the table. Uh, yeah. Oh, is it for your whole table? Yeah, it's for the whole table. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's who it's for. <laughs> the whole table of me and me.